Welcome to the It's All Fine and Danji podcast, where hosts Dan and Angie talk with creatives, small business owners, charities, and all kinds of interesting people. It's all real talk. It's all fine and dangy. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show. We hope you are having a wonderful start to your week or a wonderful week if you're listening to this later on in the week. How many times can I say week? I love how you're almost like me on our first episode. <laughs> our first episode, I said the word podcast 42 times. Yes, yes. So I try not to say it now. Then I did a, a super cut where it would go ding every time. Oh, so my gosh. It was terrible. So we're super excited about our small business that is joining us today. Yes, we are. Uh, we discovered this amazing little treat at uh, Tornator's 14th anniversary celebration. Yes, we did. They, they did like that thing out in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, like a little farmer's vendors. market style yeah. um, street party yeah. kind of thing, you know, celebrating them in the neighborhood for 14 years and their delicious food that they offer. Um, and of course, we bought all food products from all the vendors that always were there. Do. It's we, it, always we always do. come home with food. <laughs> but we discovered... The best pickles. <laughs> they really are. So we're sitting here with Liv Sane from Liv's Gourmet Pickles. Liv, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me and that compliment. The best oh, pickles. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. first of all, like when we were kind of like doing the walkthrough of just checking out all the booths there, the presentation was amazing. So I feel like that's the first thing that kind of draws you in, right? right? You got yeah. like these bright, vivid colors and it just draws you in you know the marketing and everything like that um and then it's pickles you know like yeah. who doesn't love pickle right but not all pickles are created equally right right so that's kind of what we're here to talk about guys because we did say that it's lives gourmet pickles so we're going to talk about what makes them so gourmet and can i say we're going to get into this but you know we will buy like jars of pickles in the fridge and have them for weeks or months or whatever years this who is, knows so listener this is a whole different thing this is like you'll sit down and eat one of, and when i say one of these pickles they are gigantic pickles and you can eat the whole thing in one <laughs> sitting because it's it's delicious so let's get into it let's talk about it so the first thing i wanted to ask was how did you come up with an idea for a pickle company? How pickles? Pickles. Yeah. It is, you know, it's funny. It's still a little surreal. I still laugh about it. I still laugh about it because I never thought I'd be making pickles. Um, it's not what I started doing. Um, it kind of happened by accident. Um, last year, 2022, so I developed a lot of food allergies. Oh, no. Yeah. I so later in life, developed <clears throat> food Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm allergic to words. I can't say that. <laughs> oh, I love it. No, it's actually, yeah, it's weird. I developed food allergies, but it kind of connected with alcohol. Mm. So I all of a sudden started gaining all this weight. I had all this inflammation, had a lot of health issues. I couldn't get out of bed for weeks. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really weird. I went to hospitals, doctors. They couldn't really figure out what was going on until I found this great DO and he did a food allergy test and it came back all of these allergies. So what, literally- What's a DO, sorry? Oh, um, it's- uh, <laughs> What is what a is DO? It? <laughs> is it a chiropractor? That. No, it's- um, Hold on. I know, skip it, I'm gonna figure it out. Angie I know just, what it means. We just want you to know, this is an interesting story and I do wanna hear the rest, but Angie asked if it was a chiropractor that told you that you had food allergies. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just stop. I'm failing at this podcast. No, you you don't need to. Did you come on this podcast that you need to know what DO means? No. I should know this because I I really should, but I don't know why I'm having um, a brain Um, fart right now. I'm a health and wellness coach. Can you look it up real quick? I'm a health and wellness coach. You think I would know? (laughs) But conceptually, though, what is DO? It's more of a concierge doctor. Okay. So we're just going to go with that for right now. I like that. That sounds fancy. There you go. So, um, but he was very good um he turned my health around and he did this food allergy test which was a blood test oh and it wow lit up like a christmas tree oh how oh. weird and you didn't have these allergies before no that's the weirdest thing and yeah. we wonder if it was related to medication i took in the past if it was related to alcohol which yeah. i had abused for many years to be completely transparent sure and so basically i couldn't have gluten dairy soy chicken pork some veggies some fruits i couldn't have anything so you could have air basically <laughs> and water <Wow>. basically <laughs> uh doctor of osteopathic medicine okay there you go there okay. we go it's, it you was know, just it was a big word in there that's yeah, what it was i mean just as a little point on the do thing i think that i am a firm believer that a lot of the times when you go to a doctor that's not part of one of these big medical groups or this insurance thing and if it's like a one-off that's where a lot of the real breakthroughs come through yep because they don't have any vested interest in anything other than really finding out what's wrong. Right. I mean, he did tests that no one else did. Yeah. Which was yeah. great. So this test came back. I was allergic to basically everything. And I started following the diet. And I started losing weight. And the inflammation went down. But I didn't remove the alcohol from my life. So okay. everything was kind of not really happening as fast as I would have liked it to. Um, so I started making pickles because I basically had to make my own recipes with everything. I couldn't eat out anymore. So I had to create everything. Because you just never know what is in yeah. the product. Even if they say it's clean and free of this, it might have right. been in a kitchen that had it in there. And if yep. you're that sensitive, then you're going to pay the All the day. hidden ingredients that mm-hmm. you don't know about. And that stuff's bad for for everybody, honestly. Yeah. You know, we do it sometimes. But So I'm curious. So you had this big challenge. You had to totally go through these gymnastics to eat right. You were still drinking at the time. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't really helping yet. It was slowly helping, but the alcohol was one thing I still didn't remove. So, which I'll get That's, to that yeah. later. Sure, sure. Um, so I started making my own recipes. I cooked everything from home and pickles was one of them. <laughs> and I just, you know, one day had too many cucumbers. So I was like, hey, why not make some more pickles? So I started making pickles and a couple people were like, these are really good. You should sell them. Like, why would I sell pickles? <laughs> How am I going to make a living selling pickles? What kind of money can I make with this? I just thought, I laughed. I thought it was ridiculous. Um, So basically I posted one picture of, so I started serving them in glass quart size jars, mason Mm -hmm. jars. The mason jars, yeah. And I posted one picture without even trying or saying, hey, this is for sale. I just posted the picture and I sold 40 quarts that week. Holy oh, moly. What a great well, sign. that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, wow, there's something to the pickles here, but I don't have a food permit. Am I allowed to do this? So before I could even pursue it, I ended up having to go to a detox program. Okay. So that's where the alcohol comes in. Sure. I had abused it for about 11 years because I lost my dad at the age of 23, experienced way more loss after that mm. oh, and no. this wasn't in good situations for years was in a very dark place for years trying to find my place 
So I just used alcohol to escape and to numb the pain. Sure. Yeah. So I had to go to a detox program for the second time in order to change my life. And when I came out of detox, obviously I had way too much time on my hands. <laughs> of course, yeah. And I mean, you needed well, something to kind of keep yourself busy. Yeah. In your social you know. circles, you don't want to go around those social circles that you were in when you're doing that. I wouldn't, right? No, so. you literally have to change everything. Yeah. Um, and you had already kind of started that. So you had started with the food, you know, because yeah. you're trying to figure out what's going on with your body. So right. you're starting this one path. And then here we're going into another yeah. path that we're kind of going on. Right. And that was how I coped. Cooking was how I coped with yeah. life's obstacles. And I think that's probably a semi healthy way to cope it with it. You know, if you're not, you know, making french fries every everything. day or something. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Fortunately, I was drinking while cooking in the past, which, but now I can't really do that. So now I yeah. have to learn how to cook without it. Right. But I, yeah, so I left the detox program and I'm like, I have way too much time on my hands. Now I have to figure out what am I going to do with my life? How mm -hmm. am I going to reinvent myself? And I asked myself, if I could do anything, what would it be? And pickles came to my mind. <laughs> That's too great. <laughs> I was oh, literally no. in a pickle trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to do with my life. And pickle became the solution. Yes, that look at that. That is great. So I was a little embarrassed to say it out loud to people. Because um, I, you know, the comments I would get, the reaction, the facial expressions, like, really? Pickles? Like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's the exact same face you made when your friend said you yes. should sell these. <laughs> That's exactly what I got from people. Uh, you know I what? Though, it was a joke. I, I'm not trying to be negative, but people like to sort of crap on each other's dreams sometimes <laughs> they too. They do. Though, you know? yeah. So you got to watch for that because I, I'm a firm believer in reach for the stars. You know, yeah. do what you want to do. Absolutely. But I, but I don't want to jump ahead. I'm just wondering, you said you sold 40 quart jar. How are you making that many pickles from home? Are you just <laughs> but, up all night? But that's before you even, was that before you went into detox? You were just. So yeah, that was before. So prior to detox, I just posted that one picture, sold 40. And I was offering two for 25 jars at the time. And it was just blowing up. Yeah. Every it was time a presentation. I presentation. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, it's funny because. People are like, you don't give samples? And I say, no, because you don't really get to sample a, a steak at a restaurant, do you? Yeah. And I sell it based on presentation first and then taste next. Okay. And then they get addicted. And we, yeah. we, were thinking about, we were thinking about samples after we left. Like, oh, she would sell like crazy. But then I started thinking, th there's a thing about pickles, and maybe it wouldn't matter, but if they've been sitting out for four hours, oh, yeah. at, at, it's a different out. experience than what it's going to be, right? That's it. I had a sample at one of the farmer's markets, and it was awful because yeah. it was already warm. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. the pickles, as you can see, is an experience. Dipping your hand in there, getting it out of the juice. Pushing, you know, scraping yep. off the seeds. And the seeds, I, yeah. I eat all that stuff stuck to it myself, <laughs> honestly. We'll talk about that too, but I loved it. And we'll just to sort of sneak peek into the rest of the conversation, those jalapenos that are floating around mm -hmm. in the, I oh, totally love those too. So it was like, it was a bonus after I was done with the pickle. But so anyway, let's go. So you went to, you went to detox the second time. You came back out. You're changing your life. Mm -hmm. Did, were you immediately still thinking about the pickle thing that you'd sold the 40 before? Or were you trying to think of how to reinvent yourself and remembered, oh, I sold all those pickles that time? Yeah, that was it. I, I remembered the potential of the pickle. Right. Because before... I actually had written three books. I was an author. Oh, I love it. Oh, and well, I was, you and Dan have things to talk there about. You yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. 
And I was speaking. I did a TEDx talk. So I oh, thought cool. I wanted to be a speaker. Yeah. And COVID hit and, you know, screwed everything up. Yeah. Not allowed to talk anymore not in yet. front of people. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> You're a remote speaker, right? Yeah. And that just didn't go anywhere. And so that was something I tried to think about all the different things I had done. What do I really want to do? And food mm. was something I always enjoyed. Um, so then I thought about the pickles, the potential, and I thought, well, I sold 40 quarts and I wasn't really trying. So imagine if I actually pursued it full time, like where could it really go? And I started, that's when I started. And I look at the pickle too, as a metaphor for transformation and change. So once you become a pickle, you can't really go back to a cucumber. So oh, kind of, okay. yeah, so yeah. I look at my experience as the pickle. Yeah. We're well, going I mean, deep here, buddy. The, right? That's, that's an interesting kind of way to tell the story of your business. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a good marketing tool. It is. And it, yeah. Pickle potential. Say there that. Pickle go. potential. Pickle, per, <laughs> pickle perspective. You know, it gave, it gave me hope. It gave me purpose. It gave me something to look forward to. Yeah. So. And it's doing well from what yeah. I gather. I literally just made 20 gallons yesterday and today for a hotel. I that landed, is cool. I oh, landed, you landed like a, an actual, like a hotel chain? Yeah, or a, I'm not going to say the names. I don't know if I'm really allowed to, but... Because um, they want to kind of... Are they people think are they, they're their pickles. Right, you it's know. their pickles. Oh. Who cares? So you're are, like, are they uh, rebranding the, the pickles? No, Lives Gourmet Pickles has oh. been sold to two different hotel properties at the moment. That okay, well, you'll awesome, have to tell girl. us after so that we can take notes when you when we can say, because surely oh, yeah. at some point, and then we'll, we'll mention it in another episode for sure. But how amazing is that? And you know what's even more amazing? The people that laughed at me when I told them I wanted to start a pickle business. Yeah, yeah. who's laughing now? Right, who's <laughs> laughing now? <laughs> This is not your typical pickle. I love that they, she has that on her website. Literally typical pickle. Not your typical pickle, baby. I, so let's walk through a little bit of the process. Because you said, can I even sell these? Like, is this, what do I need to do? Like, and, did you have to get in, you know, figure out how to run a cottage? Um, what, what is it called? The cottage, cottage license. License, yes. So yeah, I, it, everything was, I had to learn everything on my own. I had no idea what I was doing. And the cottage license doesn't apply to pickles. What? I guess it only applies to like, like jams, baking, baking bread. Oh. It probably doesn't apply. Uh, apply, apply. Apply. What am I thinking about? Because I said baking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't apply to baking. No, okay. it does. Um, I'm guessing anything that is pickled, whether it be pickles or olives Beets. or whatever. Because it's probably something about the preserve, how it's preserved. Yeah, and anything that could potentially make you sick or grow anything Um, on it, you know, it has to have an actual food permit. And you have to go to a commissary. So I have to go to a commissary kitchen in order to make my pickles. What is the difference in a commissary kitchen? I don't know. In my opinion, um, uh, compared to your home, yeah, not, I mean, I would... uh, in my opinion, I think your house is cleaner. That's oh. just a law. Well, <laughs> yeah, do you have more room? Do you have more okay. space? Do you have more? It's the thing about the commissary is it's usually a shared space. Yeah. It's a shared kitchen with other people. But the problem is, I can't tell you how many times I've walked in there and the floors are filthy. Yeah. 
and mm. it's really not any cleaner. It's my house is cleaner, but I can't legally do yeah. that. I got you. Do, do you have to reserve? I'm just this is fascinating to me too. But do you have to like reserve your night for the? You com- do. Okay. Yeah. So you're not showing up where a guys like chopping raw meat on the counter. No. Okay. So you can reserve your own time, or okay. you can also reserve shared time. But you have to go there in order to make your product. Okay. And then are you like as the person who's like renting the space? Are you responsible for the cleanup, or do they yes. have? Oh, you are. You have okay. to clean and do the floors and everything mm-hmm. okay okay that explains the dirty floors because i'm sure some people are like looks good to me yeah, yeah. Somebody- well because i was wondering like because you're renting the space i was wondering do, is that included in it but yeah yeah you're responsible to clean up after oh, your, mm-hmm. that's after very yourself. interesting i always wondered what the difference what you know was yeah i pictured like of. this big commercial kitchen and you have Stainless a crew helping you and, and yep yeah all, kind of all industrial stuff probably so so i'm just sort of doing the timeline in my head but now you've decided you're making something out of this you're going to go forward with the pickle thing did you start with um you found out about the laws are mm-hmm. and all that did you start with just one flavor did you start with the same flavors you have now yeah i started with one flavor i started with the dill okay and which is probably the most popular of, it is a pickle flavors and the other thing i will mention too is the whole the other reason why i was even more motivated to pursue this is because 20 billion pickles are eaten every year so you did your research about (laughs) the product to make sure that okay like this is something people are purchasing yeah i so i figured people are purchasing pickles people are purchasing pickles. there's enough pickle uh enthusiasts to keep me in business yeah that's insane that is insane yeah Especially when you've done a little bit of a different twist, because people do, you know, I know anybody that goes to farmer's markets, we're always looking for something like a kind of unique food product or something that you're just not going to find on the shelf in a grocery store. We want something a little different. And I think that's the first thing that kind of drew our eye was it wasn't just your whole pickle, but you actually have the English cucumbers Mm -hmm. cut in like one inch, like big old chunks. Yeah. Yeah, the reason I I wanted to make a pickle the way I wanted a pickle to be made, thick, fresh, crunchy, and flavorful, yep. and I didn't start out doing the inch. I just started slicing thick, but uh-huh. then I wanted to do something a little more unique, a little more consistent, and I was like, what? why don't I do an inch? Because nobody does an inch thick pickle. And I would think that it stays crispy longer in the juice. You know how you know how when you get to the bottom of a pickle jar, if you ever buy like pickle slices, <laughs> yeah. they're kind of like, you know, all, all soggy and gross. You're going to eat them anyway, let's yeah, be honest. But, <laughs> so I get it, totally. It's yeah. true, because those pickle chips, they're so thin, they get soggy. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's why I do the thick, one inch thick, because it stays crisp longer and yeah. it absorbs more flavor. Yeah. Oh, they're so delicious. And I, and I love that you're just putting like... Um, you can tell the veggies you're using are very fresh yes. because of the color. You're not using any preservatives in there to, you know, keep the color. So, like, you have the whole, you know, pieces of jalapeno that are sliced, um, the rosemary. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. A whole piece of rosemary in there, and you put, like, coriander and some other things in there. Yeah. I know you have your secret recipe. Right. But um, you, you can just, you can see the freshness of the ingredients. Yeah. And through your presentation, you used to do mason jars, but you have like these clear bags bags mm-hmm. now and you can just see it. I like that you can see your food. I do you too. Know? And I'll say this, the, um, the, I was, you know, once I finished all the pickles and I was saying how good those jalapeno slices are, whatever your secret recipe is, it's crazy because anytime you have a slice of a raw jalapeno, unless it is pickled soggy, 
it is going to blow your face off with heat. <laughs> and it didn't. It was crunchy. And it had a little bit of the heat, mm-hmm. but it was super tasty. And not quite as tasty as the pickle, but it was definitely a close runner-up. It was like almost like I had more pickle left. It was yeah. really good. So That's I don't know so if everybody cool. eats all the stuff out of the bag, like I was scrounging around in there, but it was really good. Everything Aww, in there was really you. good. thank you. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I just thought of this, but with your marketing and your labels and your flavors and your website, which has done really well, have you thought about... Mm-hmm. Um, Having like merchandise, like t-shirts or down. Yes, it's funny because oh that's my gosh, another yeah, thing. you need it. That yeah. would so sell. I would. I've always wanted a t-shirt line. Yeah. And now that I have a pickle company, I guess I could incorporate. Well, you could because you could have some clever, funny sayings on it with a you know a picture of a pickle. But you know all those right? you know, all yeah. the all the stupid jokes we're making right now. But you know that I would, just love your saying on your website, not your typical pickle. Yeah. Because yeah. that could apply to a person. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not typical. Like, I don't want to be. And I'm proud. Yeah. And I'm yeah. proud not to be typical, you know? So that would be a super cute t-shirt. Yeah, I think. I think it would go really well. But let's talk about those flavors. So you started with dill, you have rosemary, and you have sweet jalapeno. That's my favorite, of course, is the last one. Um, it, are you sticking with those three? You have plans yeah. for more? So I actually started with the dill. Yep. And the reason I created, added the rosemary was for people who didn't like dill. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason I did the herbs the way I did, or the brine, the, how I created my brine, was I just wanted to switch out the herb to make it easy. So it's mm-hmm. the same brine, I just switch out the herb. Yeah. yeah. And then sweet jalapeno is basically, you know, for people who like spicy, I mean, lots of people love spice. Sure. And that's a very popular pepper. And then I started offering sweet habanero. I saw that one on your, is that something that's in your line now or is it a made to order? More of if someone wants it. The reason I started it was because my neighbor loves spicy, but yeah. she likes it on fire. Uh, yeah. Um, Burn your mouth off like our friend Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. She goes, I want it hotter. So then I said, well, how about I make you a habanero? And she goes, and she loved it, but she said she could go hotter. And okay. I'm like, holy yeah. moly. And I started offering that, but not many people like it that yeah. hot. Yeah. So I took that away. I did offer just regular sweet, but it didn't sell as much. So I started, you know, I figured make my life easy. Just offer the top three flavors. Yeah. Of course. Rosemary, dill, and sweet jalapeno. And I don't know. As of right now, I'm just kind of keeping it simple. Yeah. And I mean, it's, a great, works, it's so. a great selection. Yeah. And I'll say I do sometimes like things really hot, but it, I don't know that it marries well with the pickle. The jalapeno flavor you have, I can't say enough good things about. Yeah. We should have had you bring some. I forgot all about it. So let's oh, find out. Oh, you could have taken a bite of the crunch. Yeah. And people oh, could have heard it. Oh, this microphone. Been, that would have been really cool. Oh, we might have to create a little commercial. Yeah. Next time. Well, we fun. have some left in the fridge. That would be. We, I we, have a couple of rosemaries. Oh, <gasps> that would be perfect. I do. A nice we should crunch. do a little uh, <laughs> I ate mine of day one. Oh, everything in the cute. bag. <laughs> um, so I love the rosemary. So this is my suggestion to people is... Um, Um, We usually put like the little gherkins on like a charcuterie board, Mm -hmm. but the rosemary blends so well with like the flavors that you would normally have on like the type of charcuteries I do. Yes. You know, with, you know, you got your Italian market meats and cheeses and all the fancy stuff, but to take those pickles and probably quarter them, you'd have to quarter them and put them on, add them to your charcuterie board. And you know, we've been like taking a yeah. piece of rosemary right next to it, and it absorbs the rosemary. You, you, you're like 
do those two flavors go together? Do it, does a pickle and the rosemary right. and it really is delicious. That's awesome. And to I hear. love rosemary. I'm the type of person where if I see a rosemary bush, I'm going to be running my hands through yeah. it so I can like rub it on my face and, and smell, smell it. it. But <laughs> people th- are like, "What is she doing?" <laughs> but um, Angie has a good point because uh, Tornators, Denny Tornator, does the charcuterie classes. Yeah. And we've taken the first level class, but what you can tell right away is. The complexity of a char, like if you really want to do, if it, like you're you're putting on a nice dinner party and you want to do a really nice charcuterie, but not the typical gherkins and lunch meat and stuff, but like the really high end meats and the high end cheeses that are straight from Italy and the truffle honey and all these really nice things, those pickles would be perfect yes. like that. They'd fit right in with that because it's not. It's still high end, but you get your pickle in there still. And I like people to see things they haven't seen before when they have a charcuterie at my house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) They're like, what is this? I'm like, I don't know. Just try it. (laughs) Just try it. (laughs) I'm not putting the names on everything. Just try it, please. (laughs) Try something a little different out of your comfort. Did you have to try a bunch of different flavors before you settled on those three? Or the first one, of course, was dill. But the other two, or is that just kind of what your taste is and you thought would be a good... You know, it's funny. I actually have... It's funny. I don't like spicy and I didn't try my own sweet jalapeno. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So I uh, had people come over for a taste test that actually like spicy. I just can't stand spicy and it gives me really bad reflux. Sure. So I wouldn't be a good judge of character for that. So I had people come over who like hot. What a tough gig. Come over know, and try yeah. all these gourmet. Right. How do we get on that free list? pickles. <laughs> so they told that me list for the next time. <laughs> yeah. So I did a couple tests, some with seeds, some without seeds. And the winner was with seeds. So I yeah. used an entire jalapeno with seeds. And the beauty of the sweet jalapeno is a lot of people say it's just that nice kick at the end. Yes. And it doesn't, it's not so hot that it takes away the sweet flavor. Exactly. Which a lot of spice does. You can't even taste it because your yeah. mouth is on fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's I, a perfect little kick at the end. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I know we've done a, a hot wing challenge here before with some local hot sauces. And some of them are just like, you, there's Jet no fuel. tasting yeah. anything. Yeah. It's just there. Some for of them the are delicious. Right. Yeah. And to me, the hotter it gets, a lot of the time they get lost in just trying to make it hot. And then it doesn't taste like anything but right. hot. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. Well, sure. I definitely think you, you kind of nailed it with your recipe, with your Thank brine you. and everything. So, I mean, it's obviously having really good response. So we found you at a farmer's market. I mean, it was kind of a special event that was going on, but is that mainly kind of like where you started or you kind of started online, right? With people doing that. Tell us the transition from um, starting online, moving into markets, like what was the the process there? Yeah, the when I first started online, it was really difficult because I didn't know how I was going to distribute the pickles. I'm, I mean, it's just me doing it. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how the heck am I going to? Am I going to deliver it? I, first of all, I don't have a store, so I don't okay. have a place people can go to. I only have this commissary kitchen. I only have this online website. How the heck am I going to drive traffic and deliver pickles? I just didn't. Do I use Uber? Do I use DoorDash? Yeah. But then, how do you trust somebody to? transfer your pickles and it not break. I just didn't know what to do. So I ended up doing the online the online sales and I offered local delivery. Okay. And I'm thinking, who's going to pay delivery for pickles? <laughs> it was the craziest thing. And I started consulting people. Like, would you actually pay for delivery if, to have pickles delivered? 
And given, you know, the world nowadays, everyone kind of likes convenience. So yeah. COVID kind of made it more comfortable to just have stuff delivered to your home. So I figured, you know what, why not? Let's just try it. And it actually worked out. Um, yeah. A lot of people did buy online. So I would literally show up and say, I have your pickle deliveries here. And everyone would kind of laugh. They'd never heard that before. And I was getting all the online orders and I was delivering all the pickles and then after that, I started doing markets and I did my first market in November and then I did it in December, January, and Oh, you February. started at a good time for markets, yeah. the cooler months. <laughs> yes. And right around the holidays. So oh, perfect. people were buying pickle jars for holiday gifts. Yes. So then I added a holiday blend, which was the top seller in December. It was the rosemary, yeah. but I added cranberries, oh, orange peel, and peppercorn. Interesting. Oh, nice. So the color contrast oh, yeah. was so pretty, and the aroma of the the, the jar was um, And great. how was the taste? Because that seems like it would be a good combination. So that, good. Yeah. It was very refreshing. Now, you don't taste the cranberries. No. Just more for the look, but yeah. it was very refreshing. Yeah, with the orange in there, a little bit of the mm -hmm. citrus in there. Yep contrasted with the rosemary yeah so, so i'm curious it sounds really cool did you have you fully switched away from jars now yeah okay. so i only i still have jars if people want it i'll give it to them but it's more for now maybe for presentation and parties yeah, yeah. even for charcuterie boards too but it's i just sold a couple jars last week for a party a private party so i figured i'm just gonna steer away from the jars but only offer it for looks so yeah. I'm just saying just something to put in there in the thought uh, mechanism for later. If you do go to start having your own branded merchandise, like T-shirts or whatever, I think jars would be really cool as a thing that you can purchase on. Like you could you can purchase a gift set of pickles that comes in the jar with your label and all that. That's more not just for us to like you're going to eat them. But for this is going to be gifted to somebody, yeah. or you know, it made me think of some of the other brands we met with recently, where it's all super fancy. If you're just going to give it to somebody, versus I just want to buy it and eat. Right? It. Yeah, that's a good so, idea. I like that. You know, you could have like a, a case or something that opens up that has three jars yeah. in it, one of each or something. But absolutely, I think that'd be really cool. Because people look, yeah, like for gift set ideas, like people are looking for something unique, yeah, different, you know. Well, and somebody even bought at a market, they even bought my pickle jar just for a table decor for a Christmas dinner. Oh, I'm like, nice. okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I really want you to eat them, but it's right? okay. Whatever you want yeah. to do. So, so you, you still make all these to order? Is that what you do? Yeah. So it's all made to order. Um, you know, of course, like at markets, if I have leftover. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I really am very picky about selling them months later. I just don't, I don't do that to customers. Yeah. I have to make them fresh um so they last longer for everybody so it's all made to order and you've been you've been testing them so you know like what the life expectancy yeah. is of it and you know when it's because what happens if they let it sit in there for too long and then they say oh, okay i'm gonna eat those now and it's just not the same right. as when you first are gonna experience it right so I, I would also hope that if you're gonna go buy a gourmet pick this is a very high-end thing for a pickle you're not going to let it sit in your fridge like yeah. a jar of pickles. You're going to eat it within the next week or so. I would, yeah. That would be my expectation if I were selling them. But you, so you're you're preparing them. You're I, you had a saying on your website I love that says lives shops 
live shops mm-hmm. chops prepares and delivers so you're doing you're buying the cucumbers you're chopping them up you're making them into pickles and you're doing all the delivery all by yourself all still. by myself wow and now i'm doing the two hotels and yeah it's a lot i mean of We're, course my mother helps me which is yeah. amazing yeah. i couldn't do it without her but i'm trying to literally do it as long as i can until i phys- physically can't keep up yeah um but right now i i'm so tired from making <laughs> pickles <laughs> But are you, but are you, I'm just curious because does that mean, well, first off, when you make them, are you making them fresh and then delivering them and having the hotel or whoever refrigerate them after they're delivered? Because otherwise you'd have to have 20 refrigerators. I know. Right now I'm good. Right now I can hold a good amount of pickles in my fridge, but um, yeah, usually I have to make them at, make them at the commissary and then refrigerate them. And then once they're brined and ready to go, then I deliver them to the hotel. So I don't deliver them until they're ready to eat. But you oh. deliver them cold then. I do. Oh, yeah, wow. all cold. Oh, wow. And the good news is the hotels usually sell cold pickles. Of course. But, um, but I'm yeah. just thinking as you grow here. I'm going to have to get more storage, more space. Yeah. I mean, space. I, I, yeah, I was going to say. Liv's going to have a garage just full of refrigerators. I mean, you could. Pretty much. Yeah. You, could have, yeah. you could have eight or ten refrigerators, and you could also have people helping you cook at your commissary. You know, you're yeah. going to have to grow. Be, the way it seems you're like it's growing. You're going to have to have a helper. Yeah. I am eventually. It's going to reach that point. It is. What and a good problem to have, it, though. I was just going to say. It's a great it. problem to have. And when did, all, when did you start doing this? I started in my first market was November. 20 oh, of last year just last november right so five five months oh i Holy love this so i love it when we find a small local business that is just taken off like a rocket from day one so. well, you know what's funny i've been told what does it take five years for a small business to really take off or yeah. i'm not sure what the, yeah. that it is but i thought to myself five years yeah right five months yeah <laughs> i just right. i just try to do things different That's when just, you tell me oh no it'll take five years like no going to take me less yeah i can't <laughs> or i'm not gonna yeah i'm not sticking around here i wouldn't be able to for like five years it's i'm more like, determined to make it happen yeah. i'm like proving people wrong it's yeah. a great feeling I, sure i mean it's um i think it's going to do very well have you reached out to any local little boutique style um uh what do we want to say little gourmet stores you know what i mean places like the italian market or yeah um Places that sell like the gourmet olive oil, stuff like this, that are kind of boutique-y. You'd have to have a refrigerator in there oh, somewhere that's true. for sure. That's the only issue is a lot of people, yeah, because it's shelf stable, they prefer shelf space versus Yeah, it's really hard. I did do that at the East End. It just was really hard because their space was limited. Yeah. Um, but I've had people, you know, ask me, can you change it to shelf stable? No, because that's it, it changes the, yeah. the product completely. The look, I mean, just when you look at the, when you go to Publix, and you look at all of the shelf stable no pickles. No pickle looks pretty. No. Like on the it looks kind of nasty. I, I remember yeah. when we were younger, when the first brand that I can remember came out with cold pickles that you bought in the refrigerator section how much better they were even at the mass market size how much better they were than uh-huh. the old school jar of dill pickles we got when we were kids well that's like the ones i get are the, the ones, ones that um oh what's the name clausen is what i'm thinking of no this is like a anyway it's got like when you shake it up it's milky looking oh, Ooh, but, oh. but that's good <laughs> 
It looks disgusting. She, I it won't eat them. It looks disgusting, but there's like good probiotics. <laughs> she in keeps there. telling me that. We'll show oh, you the it's jar. It's like the fermentation process. There's good probiotics for huh. your belly. I just there. can't eat it though. It so, looks like sour. I can't wait to hear that back. Ooh, <laughs> it's good for. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> It looks like there's sauerkraut in fermented there. Fermented stuff is good for you. It is. Yeah. So that's, good for you know, gut. those pickles have been, you know, fermented and they have that, you know, good bacteria. Interesting. I wonder what that is. You have to send me it. I'm going to show you it. It's yeah. That jar's still in there because I won't eat them because it looks wow. disgusting. Yeah. Ooh. Presentation matters. It, it does. It does. But they're still good for you. So you can still eat them. <laughs> you know, you, oh, I just hit the table. <laughs> I did the no-no that we everybody else has been doing so good at. We're all like I, very gently putting our elbows on the table. So Liv, tell us about the Realize Foundation. The Realize Foundation. Yes. Yeah, so Deanna Mitchell, the founder. So I met her couple years ago when I was speaking mm-hmm. and we connected and we have very similar stories and she started this whole foundation where their mission is to reduce suicide through human connection. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So she basically takes real life stories and she put it in a book called Stars, Scars to Stars. Mm. And she has a couple different volumes where she uses people's stories to help others. And I, so part of Lives Gourmet Pickles is I donate to a charity every month. And she was the first one that I chose because I love what she's doing and yeah. we're great friends. Yeah. And um, so yeah, every, every bag sold, a dollar goes to her and every gallon sold, $3 goes back to her. I love that. Oh, I do yeah. too. So, you know, there, that is going to come back to reward you in so many ways. Thank you. You know what I mean? And not only you, but the organization that you're, you know, helping to support yeah. and giving back to. We love when we see small businesses and I, and I feel like so many of them do it, you know what yeah. I mean? Because it, I mean, I think it's just the right thing to do. Well, right? and it connects with my story going yeah. from detox to making pickles and suffering from mental health for so long so and addictions. Yeah. I just wanted to choose a charity that was close to my heart and give back to the yeah. community and not, I wanted to do more than just make pickles. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted something a little more meaningful and purposeful. Isn't that, wait, isn't that the title pickles with a purpose or what it? Pickle. Actually, pickles, pickles with a purpose. There that's what go. it is, yes. right? Okay. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, I think that's what it said on the website. Oh, pickles, I, pickle, with, oh. pickles for a purpose? Pickles for prevention. Pickles for prevention. Pickles there. for prevention. Well, we came up with a new name anyway. Pickles with a pur- I like pickles Pickles for prevention as well, but pickles with a purpose yeah. is good Anything too. with a P with pickles is perfect. And we, we're starting to sound like Jimmy Fallon on that episode where they eat soup, him and John Hamm, and they spit it on each other on purpose as they're talking about they're the, all saying the, the, p- 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 the porcupine. <laughs> People, the porcupine. That's exactly what it's I feel preposperous. like. Preposperous. That, that preposperous. Pre- <laughs> what? Preposperous. If you haven't seen this skit, you got to look it up. They're literally spitting all over oh, each gosh. other because we're because they're p- right. P- they're saying <laughs> the p. The microphone. Least p- favorite letter here. Well, what a great story. We love what you're doing. We love what you're making. And, uh, you know, I think it's so great that you have chosen your own path, that you've come out of a dark time, mm-hmm. that you're helping the community, that you're providing an amazing product. I mean, all around. And it seems like it's already, you know, wildly successful within five months. It seems like in a relatively short time, you're going to run out of the ability to do this by yourself. 
I think so. I, that, like you said, that will ha- be a good problem to have. Yeah. I'm just sure. going to keep going until I can't physically do it anymore, and then I will probably have to figure out a plan B. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I know it's early to ask because the company is so young, but, I mean, I'm not kidding. I could see a little shop that you have somewhere that has your pickles and has maybe a, a little section of it is T-shirts and all of your branding and everything. And, and maybe other foods that complement the pickles. Yeah. You know, you could partner with other, you know, brands that maybe um, pair up with it well. Pair up with the pickle? You're doing pair it on up, purpose. I do it on purpose. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm doing it on purpose. But yeah, I could totally see that. Cause I could too. If you're walking, you know, we're someplace that has a lot of foot traffic mm-hmm. and you saw your colors like on a storefront... Right. Or like a kiosk, little even something, kiosk yeah. thing or something. You you would immediately be drawn to it. Like there, you can't help it. You would yeah. just be like, what is, what is I this? I have visions of that. I do. I have visions of a store at City Walk where people are walking by like oh voodoo donuts. Gosh. I mean, you're oh, attracted yeah. to the pink. And you go in and it's an experience with donuts. And I envision, envision pickles, Liv's Gourmet Pickles, a big bright yellow logo. You go in and it's experience. And I even picture everything on the menu, recipes with the pickle, fried pickles, pickles, all pickle related. And then you can buy the jars or the bags yeah. or whatever it is, T-shirts. But yeah, it's more of an experience. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I I also, that. you mentioned the donuts because as someone who now eats healthy, um, those things, they're they're cool and all. And of course, everybody likes to eat a donut. But for us, nine times out of 10, we're not going to go there. So right. being on be vacation or being out in a, yeah. right, and being in a trendy spot or whatever, and still wanting to get a cool snack that's, you know, not something super boring, like another salad. Right. That's the option <laughs> yeah. you have. And I guess maybe this is also born from your food allergy, but it's a healthy snack. It so, is. I mean, and that is honestly partially why I got one when we were at the the event because I'm watching my diet, I'm being very careful, and I'm enjoying the food I'm eating still. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get one of those. And I ate two-thirds of it sitting there. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying is they look at the bag, they're like, oh, I can't eat this many pickles. And I think to myself, wait till you try it. Right. Uh And people go through the entire bag. I had one person go through the entire jar by the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about it. Think about how many pickles you have to eat to really be full. It's one of those things that you can you know, you can snack on any time without feeling like you were being gluttonous or whatever. I know. And I feel like sometimes too, what people need to realize is the bag, you know, it's got liquid in there. Yeah. The volume looks more than, I mean, just think of a English cucumber. Right. You know, is it a f- one full? It's basically, ing- basically a full cucumber. Yeah. That's in the bag. You know, every size is different, obviously, but yeah, it's pretty much a full one. Wow. Um, why do they call those burpless cucumbers? Anybody know? I don't know. know. She yeah, have to it tell does us that. help. So the because it's seedless, so like regular cucumbers that have seeds, it does aggravate the reflux and indigestion. Oh. So because it's seedless, also known as burpless, it ha- helps reduce that. Well, that's actually good to know for people that maybe wanted to try it but can't because they have reflux problems or something. Yeah. Is that an issue that you were having or did you just prefer those type of? I actually just, it's funny. Everything was kind of by accident. I just experimented and it's like the best way things happen though. It is. It's just weird. I just happened to buy English. I can't even remember why I bought the English cucumber, honestly. And then I just happened to have jars laying around and it just kind of formed itself. Oh, I love it. Just the weirdest thing. (laughs) uh, There's something cosmic there. I mean, I'm not to get too philosophical, but when things are just falling together, it it feels like a... 
a path that you're on in a way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If, if I really feel like all the right things were in place for this to, um, head in the direction to kind of keep you on busy with yeah. it. Right. Because that's what you needed. You needed yeah. something to kind of be a distraction. Exactly. And for people to be, you know, giving you praise for them and telling you how good they were early on. I mean, people aren't going to tell you that if they're not good. You know what right. I mean? They're going to be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And your friends will buy one and then that's cool. And yeah. Try to support right. you. When they keep, yeah. When you, when you're putting it up to just, you know, kind of, maybe some strangers you don't even really know that well and they're ordering them yeah that's telling you something yeah. so i feel like everything just kind of aligned right for you and i see good things happening thank you I well yeah too. and for someone who struggled with no confidence for so long <laughs> i the more i heard it the more i was like okay i gotta start believing this because people yeah. wouldn't take the time out of their day to compliment my product and it's an amazing feeling to create something yeah and that's another reason why i do it myself because yeah. I have trust issues and control issues. I'm right there with you. I'm a little worried to hand it over because uh-huh. no one's going to treat it the way you treat it. And that's yeah. my baby. We might be related. I, I there you go. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't I, let that go. I know. And I, I didn't want to back you into a corner by saying, well, what are you going to do when you outgrow being able to do this? You're, I'm sure you'll figure I'll it out. I'll oversee it. You'll, yeah. Yeah. You'll I'm not going out. anywhere. Yeah. Right. Have, have your hand in it. Definitely. But always stay true to that small business kind yeah. of feel. Because yeah. I feel like once that goes out the window, your product kind of tanks. It's it does. not as good when somebody else kind of, you know, has Big more Big company input. swoops in and buys your brand. You yeah. know, you know, you what know and, and just, yeah. Keep it, keep it that kind of small business feel, even if it does grow right. a little bit. Because yeah. there's exactly. a lot of small businesses that still do that. They're able to kind of meet that demand, mm-hmm. but they are still keeping, you know, it with that. They're not growing it so big to where they have to let it go. And I think you said it right. So much, yeah. Keeping a watchful eye over it mm-hmm. is going to be the cue. But uh, I mean, that's a, like we say, that's a good problem to have. It and sure, maybe is. that's a, a little ways out there, right? But, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be that too much, too much longer. I don't think so neither. Well, Liv, tell everybody where they can purchase your pickles. Yes, so you I, can. I, I just really just love to use. Keywords, it's great. It is just great. Anyway, so tell them funny. where they can find out more information about. So you. to purchase your pickles, there you, you go. can go to www.livesgourmetpickles.com, and I do local delivery to select zip codes. And I do market, but I don't do them as often now, given I'm now selling to hotels yeah. which is a still a weird feeling that's well, awesome that is so cool like, we'll also put a link in the show notes so plus uh, you list. want to stay out of those um markets during the summer anyway i know so that's the thing it's going can't to handle get it. so hot yeah, yeah you'd have to be inside and in a building somewhere it's like you know it's like if you're selling cookies or ice cream or something but um listener we'll put a link in the show notes and so whatever you're listening on you can just scroll down and click it to go there um this has been really, really cool to kind of Thank sit and chat you. with how, yeah. how it was born. And, you know, it's and, super interesting. And we, I love when we um, when we met you at the market or at Denny's place, um, you were starting to kind of tell us a little bit about your story. And we're like, no, no, no. Right. Don't, don't, don't tell us. Don't spoil the podcast. It sounds really interesting. Like you told us just enough to where we're like, oh, yeah, that's an interesting story. Yeah. We love unique business, unique small businesses. And when it has a great story behind it, oh, just makes it so much better. And, and people want to support that. Some, you know, Angie and I have been doing this for four years. Four years now, five five years in a calendar. But if you actually count, because we started in the middle of a year, but we have gotten to the point to where 
some time ago we realized we don't want to have a business on the show if we haven't tried your product right. because we're protecting mm-hmm. our brand and we want our listeners to be able to, you know, we've had people come up to us and say, oh, I found out about these places because of you. I found out about this because of you. We want to, we don't want people to go, oh yeah, they recommend a lot of stuff that sucks. So we want to, <laughs> yeah. right. we're try- so that's why we bought them first and then we came back over. And so we're being absolutely authentic when we tell no, you. No, that's yeah. understandable. Spectacular. Yes, for <laughs> but, sure. But sometimes you're just trying to find podcast guests. You're like, oh, you're a small business. Oh yeah. Okay. You can come on. But no, no, no. We need to. We, we, but we've right? learned. You know, yeah. we, I mean, I feel really good about the guests we've had on. And oh, no disrespect yeah. to any, But we amazing. just learned, you know, be, be careful. And oh, yeah. And we may or may not have done a couple interviews that never, ever, ever got put on because we we wanted to kind of reset and protect our brand. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, anyway, we, we really mean it. Absolutely great yeah. product. And oh, thank you. We're it very means happy. so much. That's yeah. right, guys. And make sure to click the link and get your order in for Liv's Gourmet Pickles and add them to your pantry today no your refrigerator no. <laughs> not your pantry you just wanted to say pee i really do it's really fun it's not your typical pickle i'm telling you it's not that your typical so pickle too. anyway guys anyway anyway guys thank you so much for listening once again thank you Liv, for joining us and guys remember at the end of each and every day it's, it's all fine and dangy listener want to know how you can help support our small local podcast head on over to patreon.com slash fine and dangy and see how you can become a patron <laughs>